Our modern world encourages us to seek instant gratification in pretty much everything. So if I want to buy something, I can search online, I can find it pretty much immediately, and there's a good chance that I could probably get it shipped overnight. When I email someone or when I text someone, I'm generally hoping for a pretty fast response. We want immediate gratification. We want immediate responses. We've been kind of trained in our thinking because of our fast-paced society. For many of us, life is about fast, 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 distraction, distraction, distraction. And this can lead to superficiality as well, superficiality in our relationships. And this mentality also affects our spiritual lives. Our prayer can be superficial. When we pray, we might be tempted to pray quickly just to get it over with, say a few prayers here and there, not spending time in deep prayer and silence. And when we have problems that we present to the Lord, we really want him to answer us immediately, right away. I want to know why this is happening, Lord. I need this prayer answered now. Oftentimes our prayer can become just words. We don't take time to ponder, to prayerfully meditate in silence, contemplatively, meditating on God's word and his presence within and around us. We learn a really valuable and beautiful lesson from St. Joseph in the gospel today. Joseph is perplexed. He's in a quandary. He's betrothed to Mary, and she's pregnant, and he knows the child is not his. The child, as we know, our Lord was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. So what is he to do? What is Joseph to do? He's a righteous man. He loves Mary. He doesn't want to expose her to shame. So what is he supposed to do? What does he do? Well, the gospel uses this phrase. We're told that he decided to divorce her quietly, and the gospel uses this phrase, such was his intention. Such was his intention. Now, one of the problems is oftentimes the English translation of the scriptures doesn't always capture the essence of what the gospel writer was trying to say. This phrase, such was his intention, really doesn't capture the original Greek. The more accurate translation is to say he had decided to divorce her quietly while he was meditating, or while he was deeply pondering, while he was meditating upon this situation and what God was asking of him. In other words, What we're told is that Joseph was in deep prayer. He was in deep prayer. He was presenting his situation to the Lord in prayer, in openness of heart to the Lord. He didn't understand. And so he was begging the Lord for light. He was begging the Lord for his guidance, for his wisdom. And the Lord comes to his help by sending an angel in his sleep. So deeply was Joseph praying, so contemplatively, that he kind of fell into a contemplative slumber, sleeping. 
And the, and the angel comes to him in his dream. I was reading a commentary on this, a scripture commentary on this, uh, this past week. There's a really beautiful quote that I want to read because I think it really captures the essence of what's happening here, and it's a great lesson for us. Listen to the, what the author says. Joseph's dark puzzlement in piety before God unwittingly invites illumination to come to his soul. Sadness and confusion presented to God invite his coming. Please listen to that again attentively because it is really, really important. Joseph's dark puzzlement in piety before God unwittingly invites illumination to come to his soul. Sadness and confusion presented to God invite his coming. What does that mean? What does it mean for us? Well, sometimes in life, when we are confronted with difficult situations, perplexing situations, problems, suffering, struggles, oftentimes our spiritual response is to say, God, why is this happening? Like, why are you punishing me? Why are you doing this to me, God? Do you hear me, God? Do you even get it? That wasn't the way Joseph was praying. Joseph wasn't fretting. He wasn't upset with the Lord. In his prayer, what he was doing was presenting his confusion to God. He was in prayer, deep prayer, contemplative prayer, presenting his confusion, his perplexity before the Lord, saying, Lord, I I don't understand. I need your light. I need you to illuminate this. I need your guidance. I need your wisdom. I don't understand this, Lord. I don't get it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Send your light into my heart. Send your light. Illuminate me. Guide me. Help me. What he was doing was deeply praying, contemplatively waiting for the Lord. And he wasn't seeking instant gratification, and his prayer certainly was not superficial. His his heart was wide open to the Lord in prayer, wide open, asking the Lord for his light, praying deeply, 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 contemplatively, in silence. I think this gospel and Joseph teach us today to ask some questions to reflect on our own prayer. Is our prayer deep or is it superficial? When we pray, are we opening our hearts wide open to the Lord, asking for his light, his guidance, his wisdom? Do we spend time in silence, extended periods of silence, presenting our situations to the Lord? Not in anger, but in openness to him, asking him to teach us, asking him to see, Lord, help me to see what you're doing here. Help me to see your plan. I want to follow you. I want you to lead me. I want you to teach me. You see, in our prayer, in our deep prayer like Joseph, the Lord gives us both light and strength. He gives us light to illuminate our life and the situations that we present to him, and he gives us strength to persevere in following him. We all have to learn to go to that quiet, still point to which Joseph and Mary always went, being present to the Lord in prayer. That's where Joseph and Mary went. They went to that quiet, still point. We all need to do that, particularly in our society. We need 
to reject the culture of instant gratification that can seep into our spiritual lives. When it comes to prayer, we need to let our prayer be one of deep pondering, deep meditation, presenting ourselves and our situation to the Lord. And in doing this, like Joseph, we invite the Lord's light and guidance and wisdom to flood our souls.